Hail the flashlight king. Hail you! And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Height in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. Happy Thanksgiving, GLers. It's Reavers here in the GL Podcast Studios. And for the first time ever, <clears throat> we're having a best of Garage Logic on Thanksgiving. And um, going through the archives of stuff, we haven't done a show on Thanksgiving in a long, long, long time. Normally, the last day is always the day before Thanksgiving, which is a very festive show. And going back to the radio days, an extremely festive show because that's what inspired Rookie to tell Joe that he was checked out. Anyway. Uh, without any further ado, uh, the one Thanksgiving-related segment that uh, I, I do enjoy thoroughly is one where Joe describes what Thanksgiving was like with his family uh, growing up with his uncles. And I hope you enjoy the best of Garage Logic once again, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. I got two uncles, and I'm very serious. My Uncle Jimmy and my Uncle Paul. I would like to put... Uh, I would like to act in the role of your trainer. Okay. I'd like to put you in an eating concert against those two because I have never seen plates piled as high as Uncle Jimmy and Uncle Paul can pile a plate. There is no... The, it be, it's beyond plate management. Not even plate They're management? beyond plate management. We're called heaping management. <laughs> and and I have never seen gross, such... total, gr- total it is, gross it's weight. It's a GW, you know, a gross weight <laughs> thing. It's GW 7,000. <laughs> and, and a lot of guys practice plate management. This is a vertical heap management. <laughs> so it's it, it, when they're walking... Mm-hmm. When they're walking, it's a very prone, a very uh, a, a practiced, steady uh, a pace because what they've got is top heavy heap. See, plate management. Oh, if you start going plate, this ma- way, yeah, yeah, they, of course you have to be able to walk, you know, straight. If they start to lean, it's over. Yeah. Whereas, whereas plate plate management. You you see waiters practice plate management right. all the time. They Maximizing. got seven plates in their hands and they can yeah. spin around Maximizing. and go through a door. That's nothing. That's plate management. Heap management is to get the pile <laughs> to a place without spilling anything, and that's an incredible thing oh, to see. My. Now I would like to put you up against Jimmy and Paul in an eating in an eating event for which I would charge an admission. <laughs> And you would have the big bib on, and, and and Jimmy and Paul have the bib on, and go into an eating ritual with. The, and I, I'll, I'm going to take you in this, by the way. And I've seen these two, and I'm taking you. I'm intrigued. I would take you, because. Uh, well, I can put away a lot, and I, I can pile up a lot. I do you practice heat management. Well, what I do here is, <clears throat> you can't put. You can't put turkey. You know, when you load up on the turkey, you don't right. put it all on one. And side again, of the plate. I must it's stop. Fall off. Stop right now. I, 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 again, need to reassure the great patriotic citizens of Gumption County that when you talk about this, the the gleam in your eye is real. The joy you have is real. This is something you're fond of. All right, now continue. There's no, there's no silly, fun, rookie, hey, no, th- This is not funny bit. with you. No, it? it's not. This is a legitimate deal where <laughs> it comes Thanksgiving once a year. Right. 
as we all know. So and do you heap or plate management? I heap. You're a heap. I didn't know I was a heaper. I'm glad you. You're a heaper. Flip. Turn the light on for me, because uh, I thought it was just plate management plate for me. Management. But you're right. It's no, no. not plate management. Here's when you practice plate management. You practice plate management at a wedding or or at, at somebody's house you don't really know that where well. Where you have to be. Where you're kind of watching yourself. You're on right? your best behavior. When you're with a family in a family environment. At a at a at an Easter, mm-hmm. a Thanksgiving, or a Christmas, it's heap it's heapology. And more than that, it has nothing to do with management. It's heapology. You're right. So I would, you'll heap tomorrow. Oh, one hundred percent. Can you get it all on one plate? Are you a two plate heap? I can. I don't want you to talk to Colin yeah? right now. I want you to talk to me. Is it is this Paul? Which Paul? Oh oh John, hang on. Which John? Your brother John. Just a minute, Johnny. Yeah, yeah. I would put him up against Paul and Jimmy. Now, see, you're missing a very critical factor here. What? Rookie might be able to go one-on-one with him once. Yeah. But Paul and Jimmy yeah. are going to go back maybe two, or at least two, yeah. maybe three times. That's a good, I'm out. Johnny, that's a good I'm point. I'm not going to be able to keep up with That's him. a I'm good out. point. And each time, there is no reduction in the heap, is there? No, absolutely not. My league, yeah. Here's another critical factor. Yep. Jimmy and Paul, there's 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 a fighting chance that throughout the afternoon they might have had a cocktail or two. Right. A few beers. Right. So I mean, and and of course anything that would resemble an hors d'oeuvre. <laughs> so I mean, they, they they come prepared. Johnny. Yeah. What role does the nap play? The nap. <laughs> The nap is almost instantaneous with dinner, and it coincides with any kind of cleanup that has to be done. <laughs> That's exactly right. But you know, Johnny, you've saved me some money because I was going to go with my young man here. Oh no! But That's... he doesn't have repeat. He doesn't have repeat qualities now. No, that I, I, th- I feel sorry for you right now. Yeah. You really misread this situation. Yeah, Here's but the I. Other thing. Yeah, you're you're right on because you know what? I if I went back, yeah. I'd grab uh, a little bit of stuffing oh, no. and a couple of slices oh, of this turkey. This is repeat heaping. The, this I is can't. repeat no, heaping. I'm, I'm out. Dinner again. Again, a complete. It's not just a, I'll have a couple slices of turkey. No, this is that's the whole another thing. FM. It's so a, they'd be all going two FMs FM. inside thirty minutes. No. Yeah. No, now, I'm way out. You got to go back to the nap for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> nap. <laughs> Because while everybody else is frenetically cleaning up and, you know, storing away pots that are used once a year, right. these two are asleep, right. waking up in time to start drinking and ready for dessert. <laughs> and that's another complete experience. It's not just a little piece of pie no, with no. a sliver no. of whipped cream. No, it's the top. whole deal, isn't it? It's a whole thing, you know, back and forth, and uh, then while they're done, uh, they might, you know, 9, 9.30, everybody else is long gone, they might say, you know, is there one cold beer left? <laughs> of course. Well, rookie's got a long way to go. Yeah, well, you really, you really did straighten me out on that, yeah. and it just shows a young guy like this what he needs to strive for, doesn't it? Oh. He's got many years to prepare. Many, many years of practice uh, before he would achieve this kind of uh, status. Because you're absolutely right. I had uh, some of those, uh, some of that dynamic had slipped my mind. But you're absolutely right. Yep. 
right. All right. Yeah. So here's the deal. I'm not taking you. Uh, I'm 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 out. I'm out of it because uh, he pointed out you you stand no chance. You're too young. You don't have enough practice. Your skills aren't ready. Uh, you just haven't you just haven't done this enough. No, I have to agree, and I'm not even insulted. I uh, yeah. I couldn't go back for that. I you know I have a tough enough time going. Two FM, two full meals right. here right. at uh, two, right. and then six or seven thirty or whenever it is at the at the other. It just uh, I've seen these guys go two full heaps at the same dinner table, and oh. maybe three. In their younger days, they were three full heaps. Oh man! At, at the same dinner Couldn't table. Couldn't do it. So I bow to the champions. Sixty-year-old Gloria Linares from Long Island celebrating a remarkable feat. She's now run a marathon in every state. Hey. Wow! Linares. Even Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And she's bragging about it. Even Alaska. Well, that was the last one. She finished up the Mayor's Marathon in Anchorage, Alaska, this weekend, four hours and twenty minutes. She ran her first marathon in New York City, 1978. The grandmother's next goal: run a marathon on every continent. Hmm. Well, good luck. She doesn't have much time. She's. <laughs> well, I, that's not what I meant. There's a lot of lot of places. She's run. a retired manicurist. Yeah. You know how they make different Monopoly games? Now no. you know you get the no. Beatles Monopoly, not really. you get the New York Yankees sure, Monopoly. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, if you say so. The latest ACDC Monopoly. Oh, what cool. do you buy? Uh, While well, the game will feature players buying, selling, Price. and trading ACDC albums and international concert locations, players will improve their properties with gold and platinum records. The uh, players' tokens that you choose to move around the board with will include a cannon from the song for those about to rock, a bundle of dynamite from TNT, I'm a dynamite, a bell on fire from, of course, Hell's Bells. Hell's Bells. Who's a little fruitcake with the schoolboy outfit on? Angus Young. Oh, yeah. I don't know, but that singer is one of the fastest drivers on Top Gear's. Uh, yeah, he chart. did a nice. He did yeah, a turn really? in a nice turn. A hell of a lap. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of Angus, uh, one of the tokens will also be his schoolboy hat. That's a little weird. You've got a guy who, what, he's got to be pushing 65 he's by now, right? He's gotta be. still wearing he's the little uh, shorts. He looks, <laughs> he looks it, too, when you see him uh, facial. Who is the singer? Something Johnson. Brian. Brian, Brian, Brian Johnson. Yep. Yeah. A British soldier killed Just by me a... and your Johnson. You and your Johnson. <laughs> you, your kids, and your Johnson. Right. Not fast enough for that guy, sorry. A British soldier killed... Is that a real ad? Yeah. All right. Johnson Motorboats since mm-hmm. 19... Whatever well, it was. They didn't... And and Johnson engines. Motors. Motors. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I'll get it right. Motorboat. British soldier killed by a Taliban bomb in Afghanistan left $161,500 in his will so his friends could go on vacation in Las Vegas. Huh. Royal Marine David Hart, who had taken out a $404,000 life insurance policy before he was deployed, stipulated a letter that in the event of his death, his friends and their partner should travel to Las Vegas for a massive party. In his memory, in his letter, David said he had a great life, had no regrets. He wanted his friends to do something on him. And now, one year after his death, 32 friends flying to Vegas to honor his last wishes. Your friends and your Johnson. Wow. That was within the time. Was That's it? right. Yep. Uh, yep. Plus, it was Johnson, you know, with the friends. Mm-hmm. It was? <laughs> A Chinese man who... Your girl and your Johnson. <laughs> That's funny. A Chinese <laughs> That's man. Funny. The green one or the white one or one of the red ones? <laughs> That'd be a white one by then. 
A Chinese man who transformed his Why old... do I answer him? I don't I mean, know. He asked, I mean, I look at him like he's asking a serious question. Well, they made him in all sorts of different colors. That's all I'm saying. Little threes or big nines. Well, the greens were uh, early 50s and the reds were uh, late 50s and then they got to the whites. Yep. A Chinese man who transformed his old Nissan car into a Lamborghini had it confiscated by police on its maiden voyage. Liu Yongdang of Kunming in southwest China's Yunnan province hey, spent, no. spent more than 10 grand on the transformation, but it was pulled over by police within minutes of taking the sports car for its first spin around the city streets. But he still ended up with a Nissan, didn't uh, he? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's still a Nissan. A police spokesman said the car's not registered, shouldn't be driven on the road. It appears to have been rather roughly put together. We were concerned it wouldn't meet health and safety standards. Oh, so it's like a redneck version, right? Yeah. I'm seeing I'm seeing lumber. I, I saw the picture. It was all spray-painted black, it looked like. It was very odd-looking. Wow. What was his name, John? Uh, his name was Leo Young Dong. All right. Oh, sure. The, well. the car... <laughs> the car is currently being held by local traffic officers who will decide whether or not to return it to Lou after a thorough inspection. And if they do decide to keep it, it'll be great firewood for the policeman's ball. Right, for the fireworks. Right. In Ohio, the Richland County dog warden has charged a Shelby, Ohio man, for having sexual relations with his three-year-old German Shepherd mix. According to, according to officials, Peter Bauer... That's 21 in dog years. <laughs> Next story. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think you're right, Kenny. We'll just move right along. Oh, you good-looking thing. Up here. Well, that means that he had to buy her a drink first. <laughs> How old was the dog? Three. Twenty. Huh? Three. Three. That's 21. And 21 you're right, Rook. <laughs> 21 in dog years. That's what I always say. It's a legal dog. <laughs> oh. You ought to be I ashamed. never saw such big ones. A man who drank six... <laughs> Realize Kenny just told you you ought to be ashamed. Yeah. No, I think it's pretty good. I thought too. Uh, my dog jumped up on my lap and she started licking my pants. <laughs> A man who drank six bottles of alcohol-based hand sanitizer. Oh, my God. Oh, no. While being treated in an Australian hospital for alcoholism has sparked calls for the antibacterial gel to be better secured. The man will be okay. It'd be nice if it was better flavored. Or, yeah, if you mixed it with something. (laughs) Wow. Doctors said in a letter published Sunday in the Medical Journal of Australia, they were stunned to discover the man had downed six 12.7-ounce bottles of hand sanitizer. He ended up with a blood alcohol concentration of 0.27%. That's more than five times higher than the legal limit in Australia. What would you cut it with, Reavers? Oh, I was just going to say his colon was cleaner than anything, though. It's pristine. you got to have at least a lime or something to go with it, don't you? (laughs) Officials say the incident highlights the need for hospitals to bolt hand sanitizer bottles to walls so they can only be refilled, never removed, and never drunk. The man, by the way, will be okay. 400 skinny dippers stripped off and plunged into the sea at Rossilli Beach in Wales to set a new world record. They braved the cold and tore off clothes shortly before 8 in the morning, ran into the water shrieking. The existing record, 250 naked bathers they have submitted to get Where's this, John? In Wales. In Wales, John? Yesterday morning, uh, yes. A lot of nudity in the news over that the weekend. A lot huh? of nudity Here in town, stories. out in mm-hmm. uh, Portland. Mm-hmm. Puerto Rican, the same thing of Cuban. I mean, they're all very hot. 
Uh, I didn't understand. Neither did I, but I, did, I wanted to know what it was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a 31-year-old Vernon, Connecticut man faces drug possession charges after he allegedly put an ad seeking marijuana on Craigslist. Atta boy. Police say members of the statewide narcotics task force took Michael Krebs into custody Thursday afternoon in the parking lot of a fast food restaurant after they contacted him and he allegedly went to pick up pot from them. The Hartford Court reports Krebs was charged with possession of less than four ounces of marijuana, being held in lieu of $2,500 bond. Boy, that's rough, huh? No context. you got to run in the <laughs> Joe, you ever been out on the East Coast doing a road trip and you find yourself out of weed? What do you do then? <laughs> Craigslist. Yeah, of course. <laughs> And the London auction house says a nickel-plated revolver. Well, wait a minute, though. That's, that's another reason why the classified sections aren't working in the newspaper anymore, that's Joe. Right. That's right. <laughs> nickel-plated revolver once belonging to Al Capone expected to sell for up to $100,000. Christie's auction house said the six-shot police-positive gun goes up for auction Wednesday, owned and used by Capone before his arrest on income tax eviction charges. Gun had then been passed on to Capone's older brother, Ralph, now being sold by a private collector. I didn't know there was a Ralph Capone. Yes, <laughs> there were several. Uh, I actually got this from Jordy. He had another brother who was a law enforcement officer. Really? What was his name, Bertie? I, I don't remember. He changed his last name so it wouldn't be Capone, though. All right. Uh, was the gun used to uh, kill anybody? Well, not that we're aware of, Kenny, And The, the, le- the least knows? known Capone Hello? followed what Mom was going to do and became a dentist. That's right. Right. I read something this morning that I I found hard to believe. Okay. It was reported in the Pioneer Press that St. Paul, and we've talked about this, is seeing an increase in coyotes. Oh, God, you're Mm -hmm. kidding Yes. I can't wait for this, Reavers. I have to go right off the bat. I can't even build up to this. This this might be an all-timer. It is an all-timer. Coyotes encroaching in urban areas of the Twin Cities are likely there to stay according to animal control experts. Molly Lunaris. Write that name down. Molly. Lunaris. L-U-N-A-R-I-S. Molly Lunaris, the animal control supervisor in St. Paul, told Minnesota Public Radio that while the city doesn't necessarily track coyote sightings, they've been receiving more calls about the animals. Okay. The coyotes will likely stay in the area as the city works to clean its water and improve parks. Lunaris said. Here's the quote that should hang in everyone's garage. Here it is. Here it if you ever have any doubt about the trouble we're in. Yeah. I think it speaks well of our city that wild animals choose to live here. It speaks to the care we've put into our environment that it's a welcoming place for a multitude of species. No. Are you kidding me? No. Well, we don't want. They eat your pet. Right. Uh, they could they harm eat your, your cat. Yes, <laughs> harm your children on a playground if they're, you know, playing hide and seek in the trees. What is this Ger- person? Z he probably a zur. I, I got what? some stuff on that later on. What What is this person going to say the first time a two year old is wounded? Uh, Molly's going to have to eat those words because we're not we're not far from that. They, she acts like there was a, a convention. And the coyotes, uh, you know, we're happy they chose. You know, there was a. You could go to a table where there were representatives from Omaha, right? And you could go to a table where there was representatives from uh, uh, Chicago, the woods of Breezy Point. But they all came over to the Minnesota table and said, "Yeah, that, that sounds all right. We're gonna, we're gonna go there." 
<laughs> and to this moron, mm. she interprets this as diversity. <laughs> are you kidding me? All are welcome here. Yeah, this... Uh... Uh, their food source is doing really good right now. And one thing that I have learned over the years in my profession is coyotes will breed and have litters according to what their food source is. Oh, great. Is. Well, this is... Uh, Should we leave apples on the uh This on the is the Minneapolis, Air, Minneapolis Animal Care and Control Director Carolyn Harefield uh, said she wouldn't be surprised to see an increase in coyotes to, in, to accompany the increase in bunnies. There aren't any bunnies left because the coyotes ate them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next, the squirrels will be gone. Their food source is doing really good right now. And one thing that I have learned over the years in my profession is coyote will breed and have litters according to what their food source is, Hart Harefield said. So if the food source is really good in the community, they'll have more litters. These people are excited about this. <laughs> this summer, uh, the summer is the prime time for coyotes to have puppies, which may also explain the increase in sightings, said Scott Nolan, the Forest Lake Area Wildlife Manager for the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources. There aren't any records of coyotes attacking humans in Minnesota, Nolan said. Arm waving or making loud noises will usually scare coyotes away. Uh, no, no. If no. you do that, or if you do that Russian dance thing where you yeah. can, you know, jump down on your knees. Well, but all that can happen here is that they will become more and more bold. This is this is the next step. They're not cute. And and we have we have to pay the taxpayers of St. Paul have to pay somebody named Molly what did I say her name was? Lunaris. Molly Lunaris who thinks that this speaks well of the city as though there was a recruiting effort made to go around the country and advertise the pleasures of St. Paul so that coyotes would move here. Hey, Gary, uh, I've got a mission here. Uh, yeah. well, how do we get more coyotes? We want to be coyote friendly. Yeah, you got to sell them on the clean water and, uh, you know, the parks. <laughs> we're improving our water to such an extent that they're they're leaving the murky water because we're repairing they don't even, the... what's, what's water got to do with it? I don't know. That's, water that's has nothing to do with coyotes. coyotes. They don't, they're not lake dwellers. When I read the quote, I wanted so badly that it be satire. Well, the hell, these people are not capable it's of not. that there. It, it, here, I got a note from uh, t- uh, Tim regarding this story. This proves how out of touch the bureaucrats are with the rest of us. St. Paul's animal control supervisor thinks having coyotes running around in the city is a good thing. Uh, and then he quotes her. It's uh, No, it means that wild animals will go anywhere they can find food, even if it's that food is your cat or dog. It's sad that an animal control officer doesn't understand that this is a bad thing. It's it's truly mind-boggling. How isolated, how isolated is much of the public class from the rest of the from the rest of us? Isolated, a, a as much as can be. This much. Call her up, Reavers. I want to know if she has kids. Okay. Uh, Saint Paul Animal Control Supervisor Molly Lunaris. She's probably out looking for coyotes right now. You don't have to look very hard. No. Out the window. Look out your window. <laughs> Isn't that something? She acts as though St. Paul has successfully recruited a new ethnicity to town. Because she said, you know, we're open to all species. No, we're not. I don't want a bunch of species running around. Wolves are next. Bears, not a doubt in my mind. And you know my theory. You know how this started. 
shark attacks. No, this started yeah. when dogs had to go on leashes. Oh, the social, yeah, yeah, the antisocial dog. Least, analyze it logically. No one listening over the age of, everyone listening who's over the age of 50 remembers when dogs roamed free. There was a couple of results from that. The dogs were much better behaved because mm-hmm. they got to socialize. Right. And so they were exhausted and would just soon sit in their front yard. Right. But during the day when they wandered around with all their buddies, you think animals dared to come into the city limits? The no. dogs were a no. natural protection force. Mm-hmm. I never even thought about that point. Uh-oh. What? <laughs> what happened? What happened? Is it getting worse? I'm... I'm, I'm sorry. What happened? I'm on their website yeah. to try to find her number. Yeah. Um, you can apparently request a brochure. Adopt, um, adopt a coyote. <laughs> no, but it, one of them is, you know, it's, hey, be a responsible pet owner. Yeah, yeah. One is, be a good cat neighbor. Ooh. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm not a... Joe Sushray needs one. I don't know that I'm a good cat neighbor. 34, <laughs> You want to be a good cat neighbor, Brian? Welcome back. What do you Joe. do? Do they give you tips on how to be a good cat neighbor? We all know. I'm gobsmacked. gobsmacked. Let me read the quote again. I think it appeals. I think it speaks well of our city that wild animals choose to live here. It speaks to the care we've put into our environment, that it's a welcoming place for a multitude of species, Lunaris said. (laughs) I, like you, desperately wished that she was doing a bit. This is not a bit. It's It's not. not a bit. This is who governs us. Unelected as she may be. She's probably making making decisions. Probably making 80, 90 grand a year. How to be a good cat neighbor. Animal control. What does that mean? (laughs) I I have no idea. Cats don't even like other people. At least a dog will come up to the fence and go wagging its tail saying, how you doing? You got any food? When dogs were off leashes. And then what happened? Somebody stepped in some poop one day and said, yeah. "Something we must do something about this. Immediately. And then the dogs had to go on leashes. Now, you'll never see a, a good dog anymore. They're all uptight. They've lost their social skills. They don't get to hang around with their buddies. They're a mess. They're just a mess. Yeah. Every time you see somebody walking a dog, you watch. the dog, And then the dog sees another dog, the two dogs go nuts. Yep. That never used to happen. And- never used to happen. Turkey of the Year, starting about 1978 when I was with the Pioneer Press. Woody Hayes had the inaugural uh, vote, and he was the big winner that year after he punched a player in the sidelines. It was time for Woody to go, and he went out a hero at winning in 1978 the Turkey of the Year. Went on his own Paul Giel, the Gopher Athletic Director in 1983. Lou Holtz in 85. Holtzy, right after he said he ain't going anywhere, promptly left for Notre Dame. He wins it in 85. 
Louie Nanny in 1988. Louie's never meant me forget that. Remarkable Mike Lynn in 89. May he rest in peace. Also, one of my favorites in 1993, Norm Green. When he picked up the North Stars and took them down to Texas, he was the 93 Turkey of the Year. The year 2000, the year that changed everything in Minnesota, Governor Jesse Ventura. How about this one? Glenn Mason in 2003, followed by Red McCombs, two football-related. And then, how about this? We switched over to the Wild for a little bit. In 2008, my pick was Marion Gabrick, a sniper for the Wild that just wasn't making it. And then, of course, 2010, the return of Brett Favre. And Zygmunt, Zygmunt Wilf, my favorite antagonist, 2011. The list goes on and on. And a recurring 25 years of, well, in 2014, it was 25 years of the Timberwolves who can't win a thing. The Grim Reaper picks it up in 2015. Gophers men's athletics last year. Who will be the turkey of the year? Well, you got to read to find out. This is uh, the troller, the king troller, Roycey, checking out for this year's turkey of the year. How's that? Well, I hope you've enjoyed a brief but best of Garage Logic here at Reavers in the GL Podcast Studios. And a special thanks to Matt Otto for the inspiration and uh, the assistance. You've been a fine contributor to Garage Logic over the years, so thank you very much uh, for the help with assembling this best of Garage Logic. And don't forget, GLers, you can still get that discount. Let me get, where's my copy? Where's my copy? Here we go, here we go, here we go. Uh, promo code Friday is good for 15% off GL merch through Sunday. So get those Christmas gifts for the GLers in your life. All that merchandise is available right now at garagelogic.com. All you've got to do, use that promo code Friday, one word, and it's good for 15% off all GM merch through this Sunday. 